Hey, everyone. Welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Doing terrific, Todd. It's great to be back with the new media show. It's an amazing cadence that we have. Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. You know, and it's like there was always a lot more for us to talk about on Saturdays, and we always ran out of time because 90 minutes was never enough for us. Right. But now (laughs) I'm I'm doing stuff Monday. I'm doing stuff on Wednesday. Two shows on Thursday and a show on Saturday. So no, I'm wow. Yeah, wow, yeah. <laughs> wow is there is the correct word for that. <laughs> so uh, so far so good. I'm not. Uh, you know what? L- l- uh, the week before last, I'll be I'll be kind of frank. I was uh, man. I felt like I'd been hit by a truck. And this week, I'm actually. I guess for a better word, I, I don't know. I just, I didn't end the week so slammed, I guess, but still, it, you know, the pace hasn't slowed down, but, um, definitely the, the, the end of week nine, can you believe that we are at the end? Let, let me double check. I got to make sure I have, I got a counter here. Let me, let me double check it. No, we're at the end of week eight, <laughs> getting ready to start week nine. At least I am. Since I have, because, you know, we basically started a week ahead of everybody at Blueberry right. before they put lockdown. We, we put our band lockdown a week early. But, right. uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, you know, yeah. I, I know Mike's Two in the months. chat. I know right. Mike's in the chat room. Mike took a you know a couple of days off. He needed mental health day. So, uh, <laughs> well, he, he, uh, hey, I, you know, the customer support folks. They are the unhung, unsung heroes here for the podcast. They, they're essential workers, workers in the podcasting space. Right. That's true. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of new people getting in the space. Yeah. Right yeah. So it's, it's very, very busy, but you made a comment. I've got, well, we got two big topics to talk about, but the first, well, maybe, maybe not big, but the first one was that Spotify is experimenting with video podcasts, which I kind of laugh a little bit. Yeah, I mean, video podcasts been around forever, but you know, we've had this movement over the last I don't know was it ten years or so that they've been on a state of decline because of uh, YouTube. Guess what? Uh, YouTube isn't such a great place to be anymore. So, hmm, video well, podcasting coming back. Why is <laughs> why is YouTube not such a great place to go for? I, I was arguing with my sister's well, it's two dogs hanging out. It, it they've cut their their rev shares basically almost in half. I mean, I'm hearing from people constantly that it's just not worth it to produce uh, good content over there anymore. I, I think that uh, based on not only that, but um, I mean, the guideline stuff. People people say one wrong thing and they are Taken they're down. booted. Right. It's happening on Facebook right now. And I talked a lot of. I mean, I kind of went off the top rope on my show on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I hear a lot of people complaining. I'm posting stuffing, and then uh, Facebook is removing it, and they're all angry. And um, I had a pretty, well, I had a uh, two words: tough shit. It's because you're on Facebook. That's their platform, their rules. They're going to do right. the way they want. They're going to remove stuff, and it goes back to what I've continued to say for the past fifteen years. If you want to have a message, you want to be guaranteed you're not going to be taken down. You're not going to be taken offline. You have to have your own .com. You have to have your own website. You have to have your own, you know, you can't put your media on YouTube. can't put your media on 
Well, you can't do that solely. Is, right, is the right, message. right, right. I mean, that can't be the only place that you publish right. it, and that's the key message. Yeah, coming and out it's of that. good to use all those places until you remove. Right. Now, right. I I got a note from someone that listens to my show that um, there's a well-known individual. I guess he's in Europe. Um, he has some interesting things to say about COVID nineteen, and the Facebooks and the YouTubes and everyone do not like what he has to say. And they removed him. And I, I, I don't know the guy's content. have never listened to a word he said. So is this the guy that claims that 5G is to blame? No, no, my, no. My, okay. <laughs> that idiot. So anyway, uh, I have yeah. no idea what his claim to fame is and, uh, or what his prognosis or, witchcraft I, I don't know i don't care you know but here's the thing that i thought was amazing three million of his followers chipped in he built a platform he built something for his he's doing live streaming on his own he's hosting his media on his own okay so he i don't know who he is he may be the biggest whack job in the world three million people said hey i like what he has to say and are supporting him so well, for me. I think if you're an adult, you know, you take all this stuff and you process it and you decide whether or not you believe it or not. And, and it's, that's a, you know, here's the thing about the internet. It, you, you can do whatever you want to do, <laughs> say whatever you want right, to say. And people do. Right? And, and you can, you, you can, but if you're on YouTube or if you're on Facebook or any of those other platforms, they don't like it. They're going to take it down. It's their business. A lot of those platforms have been under a lot of political pressure oh. to, to censor the stuff because there's a perception that conspiracy theories and, and misinformation is a big problem on those platforms. So, you know, Facebook is trying to walk, but, walk a fine line, but here, it's, you know, it's, it's their opinion that that is, you know, it's, I'm not saying government, but there's, well, some it, things are verifiable and some things oh, are, well, that's probably true. Sure. But a lot of stuff is being taken down, just discussions. And so I'm just saying, you know, Facebook can do what they want to do. We can debate it all day. I don't need to debate it. You want to listen to the new media show? You want to listen to what Rob and I have to say? You come to newmediashow.com. Mm -hmm. We're up. They can take us off Facebook right now. You guys all know where we're still at. We're still streaming. And if YouTube takes us down, we can, I can, believe me, in about an hour, we'll be back up live. Just not on the social media platform. So it's, it is what it is, but. Right. Right. Well, so, true. so if you're mad that your comments or something you're linking to is being taken down, what, what I have and many others have been saying for many, many years is. So what happens, Rob, when someone comes over to. Libsyn and says, hey, this guy's uh, saying that 5G is the cause of COVID-19. I don't think it's a big issue for us, actually. Well, what if someone did? Would you take the content down? I don't, oh. I, I don't think that that kind of stuff is really harmful to anybody. Really. Do you? It doesn't break our terms of service because I'm not, right. you know. Now, if it doesn't if, break our terms of service either, but obviously it does with Spotify somehow. Right. I I haven't read that in their terms that the content like that. No. 
should be taken down. D- do I disagree with it? That someone's saying that 5G is a cause of COVID-19? Yeah, yeah I, I disagree with that. But It just doesn't logically make sense. That, <laughs> that's, that's the part of it. If you believe that, um, you know, I've got some swamp land for you. Uh, hey, Brooklyn Bridge is for sale. <laughs> right. You know, and, and, and I've, you know, I've talked cause I do a tech show. I've talked on my tech show, what 5G is all about. And I, I'm the, I'm a one that actually knows this stuff. This is, I worked in RF for 25 years. I know what millimeter wave is. I know how non-powerful it is. I know that how sitting in your house with someone sitting right. I mean, literally you could be sitting up against a wall of your house and have someone on the other side of that wall point a, a, a millimeter wave signal at you and it would not even come to you. It, your body wouldn't feel it, see it, hear it because it doesn't, it works purely on line of sight. It's got to be, you have to see the, you have to see it. Yeah. The source. And well, not have, and, not have anything in the. It, 5G it, doesn't really even exist yet. No, and not even have anything in the way. It's such a, so anyone that's, you want to just, here's the simple thing. It's all marketing. You look at 2,400 gigahertz right. and you look at the sine wave of 2,400 gigahertz. Then you look at a signal that has 40,000 gigahertz and look at this, and it's a sine wave. You look at the sine wave of 40,000 gigahertz and you'll start to understand why things have better, you know, better penetration from an RF spectrum. That's why VHF and UHF is at 243 megahertz or 112 megahertz. They're not, they're not at 2400. They're at those lower frequencies because what they do, they, they almost penetrate anything. Right. (laughs) The bigger the wave, the more they get held up by solid objects. Right. 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 So anyway, it's really as simple as that. Yeah. But anyway, um, Sean says, many people posting YouTube are self-censoring against speaking certain terms because they're scared of being delisted by the logos. Yep, absolutely. I know people that are using different words in their, video, in their YouTube videos. They have redefined a, a code word. For, a code word. Like an acronym or something. Yeah, they, you know, they've, they've uh, just like I was telling you how they had renamed it in Asia that was kind of really, sounded really racist sounding. They'd renamed it a certain thing, and it and it wasn't being it wasn't being flagged by YouTube. So, uh, I see. <laughs> so, video podcast. Going back to video podcast, Spotify is going to try some video podcast, huh? Well, that's that's the that's the rumor that was put out by The Verge. That, uh, but you know. Uh, there was a time when video podcasts were probably 25% of the podcasting market for many, many years. So how many you know? of you that listen to music on Spotify are looking at the screen? That's the question. Well, it, this isn't a play about music though, Todd. I mean, I suppose it could be. No, it's not. I mean, I suppose that's could be part of the strategy here that maybe people, you know, you can put out you know, a video podcast into Spotify. I, I'm not entirely sure what their strategy would be here. If it's, uh, something that would be supported on the anchor platform, or if it's something that it would just be pushed into their platform. 
Well, maybe they're um, going to have from platforms like ours. But I, I don't know. I know you support video. Lipson supports video, but pretty much nobody else does anymore. Right? Well, well, maybe they're going to be looking at live. It depends. I mean, it depends on how you define video. Well, then it then technically it's not a video podcast, right? No, it's a stream. Then you know we're right. we're streaming right now. We're streaming live, but when we get done, I hit stop and. You know, yeah. I publish a feed that actually has a media file in it. Which... I mean, l- l- let's be really clear here. I mean, I mean, we live in this, you know, two-sided world ourselves with the yep. show. I mean, we are a podcast primarily, but we do video. Yep. That doesn't make us, and we are a video podcast. So we're basically a audio podcast, a video podcast, and a streaming video show. So th- th- those are the three things that this show is. To call it exclusively just a podcast would probably make sense only from the standpoint that that the majority of our audience is on the audio podcasting side. So, yeah. So I want to say hello. I I, I don't think we've had, oh, she disappeared. I think it was Tony or Terry, Tori. I'm sorry. I know you're, you made a comment and I missed it. Thanks for tuning in. I know you just left the, uh, California and went to some other state and I know you're quite happy about that. So um glad you're back in an area you like. Rita, hello. Rick, hello. Uh, Rita says, no, Rob, you have some prime real estate in Florida to sell them. <laughs> so <laughs> it means some people believe it. Um, so I did hear this too. Uh, Craig, I saw that came across the wire just before I started. That Little Richard. Yeah, has passed away, right? Had died today, yep. So... He didn't say from what, if it was COVID or not. But no, but re- hey, Rob, seems- Rob, 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 since for the last eight weeks, no one else has died. Okay. Don't, don't forget that. No, there's been no other deaths besides COVID death. Uh, people, yes. people stop dying in accidents, heart attacks, all the other nasty ailments like cancer, you know, pe- people quit dying for eight weeks. So, you know, we've had a. It's an interesting question. I mean, I, I have heard this rumor. I don't, I've never seen any proof or evidence, but I've heard this rumor that, that hospitals get paid more for COVID. Oh, they, they do. Yeah. It's, it was very clear, but you know, 39,000 versus 19,000. So if you go in and don't go on, no, 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 no. If you go on a respirator, they are reimbursed 39 K. If they don't go on a respirator, they're reimbursed 19 K. Not if they died, if they just went on the respirator. Boy, isn't it great if financial motivation to yeah right that huh. there you go not to be cynical about this topic at all no because right? it's horrible we've had what seventy thousand people die so and of actually of COVID. i mean i mean however they're classified we've had that many people die i guess w- whether it was related to covid or because of covid mm, we we don't know right we could spend an hour on this conversation you know uh, you know, it's kind of funny. They said all the old people in Florida were going to die and just the opposite happened. And, you know, and now in, now in New York city, 66% of the people that have been admitted for COVID were in quarantine. So, you know, what's the deal? I, I don't think we know what this thing's really doing. I don't think anybody knows. I think they're just making it up as they go. And that's the way I kind of look at it at this point. Yep. People catch it. They're getting sick. People are dying. I think they have no idea. Tell now yeah. it's morphing into stuff that's happening to kids. I mean, it just it goes on and on and on and on. So maybe this thing is mutating too. We we have no idea what's well, going on with yeah, it. Yeah, we don't know. So I'm not a doctor. Don't claim to be a doctor. Haven't become a eight week right. doctor. 
<laughs> well, that's, you know, everyone's a doctor now on the internet. You right. know, everyone's an that's expert. True. I'm only an expert in one thing, and that's podcasting. <laughs> I am there a doctor in podcasting. And, I, and we're always learning <laughs> on that, too. That's right. And I'm a, I'm a doctor of opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see what Spotify does here. Um, I mean, I, I mean, do you think that somehow this is a this is a unique time for video podcasting to kind of make a resurgence? I think it's a time for live streaming to make a certain and a more of explosive growth. I don't right, but does that translate into creating more video content that could be repurposed into the podcasting? So I, I don't think most of them folks will because it's cost prohibitive. Yeah, I no, can, but I mean, I mean, if it's ten percent growth i mean it may not be you know huge growth but right i just wonder if spotify support the and apple support that those are the two biggest platforms that that could potentially support video which would be what 70 percent of the podcast market right right but i so, look but i look yeah. at this you know, google's not supporting it that's for sure you but know they could very easily very right? very easily but they're not going to they're not going to impact youtube their video platform they're not going to that's true. Yeah, they're not they're not going to sacrifice that. I will say that, you know, you look at this show and you know, it's it's not it's not cheap to deliver video. For most shows if they have a small audience it won't be bad, but depending on who you're hosting with, it could be it could be 10 cents a viewer or you know, or a penny right. a viewer. You know, so well, I mean, well, speaking of that, have you looked at the numbers for this show on the video podcast yeah, side? We, have we, we seen a growth? We, well, it's not much growth. We've always run about 10%, not including the people that, of course, not the folks that are live stream. It varies from week to week. I think last week they had a record like across all the streams, like 30 to 40 that watched mm -hmm. YouTube. Like this week, YouTube is doing good compared to normal times. Last week, YouTube had like 10 on it. Today on Facebook, we've got 15 on one channel. I don't know what on the other. Matter of fact, if you're on, make sure you say hi, say hello in any chat room that you're in if you're watching us on Twitter. So I really think, you know, 10% of the folks watch, that I think majority of folks don't watch on their phones. I think the majority of folks watch on the website, you know, because it's a big download. If they're on their tablets, maybe. Yeah, or they watch off of Facebook on, on or, or YouTube on replay. Right. I don't know what our numbers are uh, over you, there. But. YouTube numbers always are <laughs> suck. Really? And I, I just never focused on building a YouTube channel. You know, we might get 20, 30 on YouTube. You know, and a good one, we'll get, a, you know, three, 400. But I, again, I, I don't promote YouTube. Mm -hmm. I want them to come to, to newmediashow.com and watch, you know, right. so. So has there been any follow-up uh, uh, you know, from the, the community that you've heard about the, the show we did on Wednesday? I, I think everyone was, wow, wow, wow. You know, I posted uh, a link to it in the podcast movement uh, Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, every, you know, just some, you know, here and there. Wow, it's great info. Thanks. I think we got more comments during the live show than otherwise. But that's 90 minutes. You know, that's 90 minutes. People have a hard time to watch 90 minutes of us talking with someone from Google. So. But I will say that was probably one of the most, that wasn't, that was, I, I, I'll put that in a top 10. 
you know, for in, in recent years of information. Oh, oh for, for this show? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, from generally? just, you know, you think about the content that was shared there and the insight and them willing to share what they shared. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to the show with folks, just, you, you know, you can go to the 30 minute mark and start listening on the last episode. And you need to listen to that from Google. There's, there's a there's huge number of, of insights in there that it shows where things are going to be going over the next couple of years with them. Well, and we asked them some questions that they, they didn't know we were going to ask them either. True. <laughs> and, and they, they answered them. Yeah. Somewhat, so, right. And I teased them a little bit and, you know, I didn't hear from any of the Apple folks. So, you know, I was trying to pit one against the other and they, they weren't <laughs> having it. They were playing nice. So, well, they kind of have to play nice with Apple because their, their, their iOS app is on, you know, their, their Google's, it has an iOS app now, so they have to play nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, let, let's be fair to Google. They have to walk a fine line here somewhat because they can't be seen as anti-competitive either. So that's the thing. Mm. That's true. One would hope they'll keep that stance for podcast hosts too. <laughs> I don't want to have to compete against Google. That that's you know that's hard. <laughs> so time will tell. And they didn't, you know, they were they were a little, you know, what they had some stuff in there about Audible too that wasn't a hundred percent clear, but it made it evident that Audible is going to do some stuff, more stuff again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, this past week was also a big week uh, <laughs> with podcast movement too. That's right. Podcast movement's been moved. And October 19th to the 22nd now. And I had, we had some back channel discussions with uh, the podcast mm-hmm. movement team. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I guess, you know, I, I was, I understand they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. They cancel, they lose half a million dollars. They, that's, they can't cancel. So let's, let's, first of all, let's be very clear. Podcast movement is on the prefaces of having very big issues. Because if they can't hold the event, they they lose a half million dollars. Right. That 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 they may not survive that. These these hotels are playing some pretty nasty games with events right now. Not not only podcast movement, but she podcasts is in the same situation. Right. No no refund unless there is a lockdown no travel order. And Texas right now is opening back up. I think Arizona is opening back up. By October, there's going to be no way this country is going to be locked up. So, and I heard some folks. Well, unless, well, Todd, unless we have another lockdown because unless, uh, things blow up. Okay. So, again, yeah. if, 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 it, if we're locked down again, it, we're all screwed no matter what. So, let's assume that we're going to have events. Yeah, she podcast and podcast movement. Um, back to back, I might add. I, I was a, yeah, I was a little <laughs> pissed. And he's a friend of ours. Very, very negative on the, how it's almost like, how dare they have an event? It, it came across that way to me. Maybe I took it wrong. But how someone was talking, someone was talking about there should be no live events until next year. Oh, 
online somewhere on Facebook or something? Yeah. Or, okay. And and really super kind of like down on events. And so I feel for Dan and Jessica and the team and, and Elsie and all those folks, you know, they, they've wrote big checks that based on historic people, attendance, sponsors, right. all that stuff to, to have the event. And, and Elsie and, and uh, uh, Jessica said, we're not having a virtual event. That's how I'm reading what they have put out. They're not, ha they'll have an event or they won't have an event. Well, they, I don't think we've heard that definitive statement out of podcast movement folks. No. They, and, and we've heard that from Jessica. I've heard definitely. that from Jessica. So yeah. Jessica's going to do uh, October 15th. Uh, she podcast is going October 15th to October 18th. Very next day, podcast movement starts from October 19th, Monday through the 22nd. Through the 22nd. Now, I'm just going to tell you, I, I, I'm committed to going no matter what. If, if, it's, if, it's a, if the show's on, uh, I'll be there. Now, I'm not going to ask the rest of my team to go. If they want to go, they go. I'll be at both events. I'll go. And, um, and I hope that other people will consider going. We're going to, you know, we're going to, this is going to be completely different. You know, we might not even be able to fist bump. You know, we, we just might be able to say, Hey, how you doing? You know, there may not be any shaking hands, you know, it, we'll see how it goes in October. But so what does this mean for an exhibition area? Do you think, is it, are the booths going to have to be further apart? It's going to have to be in a bigger room. What, well, what do you think the, the, the implications the, of this, the conversations will not be as more intimate. So I'm already thinking ahead, big screen TV. You know, being able to have people stand in the booth, stand in the in the hallway, and I'll be able to demo and stuff on a big screen TV, and you know, six, you know, at least six at feet, least, ten, ten at feet least, away. Yeah, at right. least, you know, and you know, so that we'll have to think about how we're going to exhibit it. For going, you know, because oftentimes we can high five our neighbor too, right next door. So I'm sure there's going to be enough people that are going to cancel that aren't going to show up that if there is an exist exhibition floor that there'll be, you know, those of us that are brave to come will come. But Well, Todd, I think it, you know, as you're going through this, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, these are very important conversations that we need to probably kind of push on, um, with this show to help communicate to the community uh, about what these events are going to do at the event, right? And, and how people can feel safe about going to these events. Um, what, how are the events going to adjust? And, and let's, you know, like you just said, you know, start thinking about these things. How can we make events work again, given the, the fear that exists out there? They're going to be in a big venue. They plan for 3000 people. No right. way, no way are 3000 going to show up. No way. 1500 might show up a thousand. So what they have going for them, at least, is that they have a bigger facility, less people. That's right. So they can space things out. So a potentially bit space things out. And maybe with luck, they will break even on the event. You know, I don't know how many people won't go. Right. Um, there may be a lot of people that can't afford to go now. Too. Well, that's true. I know I've, heard a, I've heard a lot of people have canceled their reservations. They've had to, because they're flying in from outside of the country, they can't 
there's travel bans that, that exists like out of Australia and places like that. Well, Australia is not even letting their people leave, let alone. I know. That's what I mean. Right. They, people can't travel. Yeah. So, so, so that kind of locks out a well, certain amount of well, people that it, usually come to this event. It's and, not huge. And, and but, this is May. So we got one, two, three, four, five months. Things yeah. are changing every two weeks. So we'll see what happens yeah, here. We'll see. Right. And, uh, but Dan thinks there's a 50, 50 chance that, They'll be able to even now, even moving into October, he thinks there's a 50, 50 chance the event will continue. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree. And October is a huge month for events and podcasting. I mean, oh. there's, there's events that usually happen up in Canada in that time frame. Uh, podcast day, which is also talked about in the, the pod news, uh, is in London and it's scheduled for October 26th. Well, I don't know why they um, do that. International podcast day, is September 30th. So I, I don't again understand yeah. why they're having a different day, but uh, yeah, it's actually part of Radio Day. So oh. I mean, that's a that's a regular event that happens in Europe. Um, they added a podcast day component. I, I believe it's a two day offshoot of uh, the Radio Day event. Um, but yeah, there's there's tons of events that go on in sep- late September and October and into early November um, that aren't even being talked about here. Uh, I don't even know if those, any of those events are even going to happen now. You know, they've got the outlier conference that's going on this week, uh, this coming week, right? Uh, May 13th through the 15th virtual conference, 50 speakers over three days. Right. So, uh, outlier podfest.com is the website for that. So there's, you know, that going on this there's week. There's the, the, we are podcast, which we had, uh, Runzi on from that's happening in the next couple of weeks. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I guess, I guess we'll see where, where all this leads, but one thing switching topics a little bit and again, you know, Elsie, Jessica, Dan and the team, Jared, uh, mm-hmm. good luck. We're, you know, we'll, we'll be there for you. Well, at least I will be, but yeah. I, some companies, no, have, I think, some companies yeah. have said no travel. Apple will I mean, not be there because Apple's company's already said we've already canceled all travel through X date. So yeah. some companies, big companies have already put moratoriums on travel. So in events until next year. Right. I believe it. I believe it. I mean, a lot of those companies have a lot to lose. Right. Sending people out like that. Um, they, yeah. And the podcast movement event is, you know, Lipson's going to be supporting it. You know, it's, we're going to be there. So, as best we can, you know, it's hard to say how many from the team will be there this time. I mean, it's, especially if there's a chance that could be half the size, there oh, I, may not be a need for us to have the whole team there. Right. I can't imagine, you know, we, we're going to, if, 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 if things are on the same track as it is right now, you know, we're, I, I can't imagine more than one of us going from blueberry. It just, I, I, I can't ask an employee to, if they get, what if an employee gets sick? Right. You know, right. so I'm one of the owners. I can get sick, you know. It's, it's risk. No question right, about it. Right. So, okay. Um, $18 million. Yep. $18 million. Seems, At least that's seems, what's being said publicly. Seem, seems yeah. low. Seems very low. What we're talking about is the acquisition of Podcast One. I don't know if if everybody heard that or not. 
And what's interesting is that I wonder. It's a stock deal too, Todd. There's yeah, no it's, cash. It's, it, yeah, it's all stock. So and I didn't even know the company that bought them. I was just like, who's that? Um, uh, Live to Live is a, is a uh, public company in Los Angeles. They do live um, music concerts and events and, and they're a, a, a live music streaming uh, video platform and they, they're getting into podcasting. And this is podcast one is going to be a division of this public company um, is what, what it is on an $18 million stock deal. Um, and Norm Pettis, who's the founder of the, of the organization, um, just to say I used to work for Norm, um, uh, is going to be the chairman of the new division, new division over there. So, uh, which, which really a chairman really doesn't do very much. They kind of, it's more of a, like I say, more of a, a role that's kind of sits in, maybe goes to a couple of meetings and doesn't really participate on a day-to-day basis because podcast one has a CEO and he's been on this show before. According to companies, Podcast One recorded gross revenues of twenty-seven point five million in two thousand nineteen. Yet they only got eighteen um, in stock. Hmm. There's be, a lot, lot of reasons for that thought. I believe. I, I'm just. We're going to get into it under the terms of deal. Are we now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> under the teams of deal, normal. As you said, he will become a ch- the chairman of the Live X Live. Subsidiary who become a significant shareholder of LiveX Live. That's key right there. Significant I, shareholder. I look forward to working with Rob Ellen to close the acquisition, achieve the growth we both envision. LiveX Live plans to integrate Podcast One into its music platform. Podcast One together will have a significant opportunity to cross sell and cross promote their respective audiences and advertisers. So and uh, talent too. This is also a talent merger as well. So uh, yeah. okay, talent is finicky. Uh, Live X Live for its fiscal yeah. year ended March thirty first. <laughs> expected revenue between thirty eight and forty million. Adjusted mm-hmm. operating loss loss between twelve and fourteen million. So they made forty and, and actually had a negative twelve to fourteen on the books. Hmm. The company's fiscal twenty results for. The nine months ended December 31st, post revenue of 28.8 million and a net loss of 30 million. Uh, wow. It ended the year with about 14 million in cash on hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, their uh, CEO of LiveX Live agreed to a 50% salary cut for any cash bonuses. In addition, other LiveX Live employees will receive 10 to 25% reductions in their monthly base salaries. Now you got a company here that's in trouble already. The company's a continued value to business operations. LiveX Live received a $2 million loan from mid first bank on their PPP. So they've got, so let's think about that. They've got a two, a uh, $2 million as a, if they, if they had to put uh, 75% of that loan towards salaries, that means that they've got a 750, thousand dollar salary run per month at that company so let's see here let me do the math on that well it's you know this is this is you know this is you know you can look at a a company and say okay so 
So if they've got a 750K salary run based on a 2 million PPP loan, it's only for eight weeks. And you multiply that out by 12, they've got a $9 million annual salary run. So Rob, what do you think salary run over at Podcast One is? Mm, I don't know. I'd, probably at least a half million a month, probably. Probably a half million a month. So there we go. So course they said how much podcast one earned at 20 some million 27 million dollars and what rev share do they work on in advertising revenue 50 50 or what do they they have a deal with you know they got a deal with each person Corolla, Corolla digital that's quite a bit less than that 50 percent Oh, so every, say, okay can, say you can't say is, but like, let's say that would you would you assume and you've been gone a long, long time that their deals are at least 50-50? Most of them. Yeah, right. So if they did 20... No, I can say that because most people know that it's a 50-50 operation so if over they, there. So if they did $27.5 million last year and you divide that by two, that's $13.75 million. It's gross sales, Todd. It's not net sales. Uh, let me read here. It's gross. Uh, so you got to take, oh, oh. take commissions. You got to take oh, so to, okay, so talent. So all right, so bandwidth. They, yeah. So if they had twenty seven point five million in gross, not net, right? That's then not that's not bad. That's not bad. Of course, they don't have to disclose if they had profit or loss, but I would assume they're profitable. So then, barely, probably, barely. So I would say, well, at twenty seven and a half million, if that's your if that's even after commissions, right? And you're left with twenty seven point five million dollars. They got, come on. They, they that's no, no. It's gross advertising sales. They have to split that fifty fifty with their content creators. Okay, so it okay, so it isn't net. All right, I, I got you. So that means right. they they netted thirteen point at thirteen point seven five million. So now that now the margins get tighter, but they. They have a deal with Corolla Digital that's less than 50. Okay, so. so again, the margins get tighter. And if they're running $6 million in salary a year, yeah, they're, right. they're very close to, you know, they're, they're putting two, three, four million maybe in profit yeah. a year. Right. So yeah, maybe, you know, 18, it just seems, it, so he didn't even get, if, if it's 13, if we look at 13.75, oh, that's interesting. So. So he got like one, maybe he got one point five of net. Well, and and Todd, one one part of this too that we have to think about as well is uh, he he hosts all the shows that are on his platform, right? So he's a platform just like Lipson. Sure, or, sure. He's got bills, and and uh, he's not IEB certified, and Ooh. he's primarily an ad sales company. Ooh. So you start thinking about the implications of that and the reduced forward. value. And how CPMs have, I'm sure, been declining for them because of that. So you have, uh, so maybe they got one and a half net. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a, it, it, to me, it's, it, it's time, Todd. Well, no, what, 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 what <laughs> that's, it, that's what that tells me. It's, it's what it's it is. Time is to, to move it along. Right? Yeah, yeah. Norm was like, I want out. 
<laughs> Let's get well, this thing sold. I mean, he's wanted to retire for for a few years. He could have retired anytime. He's got a good CEO. Right. So, but, but this is how he always thought that what he was building was going to land because it's exactly now well, to some degree it's exactly like what he did with Westwood One. But I think he was he thinking sold I, it I, to I, a bigger public entity, and it became a a. A, a division of a public company. But, and But let us not forget, Jenny owns a piece of this. And Jenny is part of Hubbard That's right. Radio. Hubbard right? Radio. 30% of Podcast One. So I'm not sure what that. <laughs> so what that, that got resolved. Right. Jenny got paid off on that in stock. So what so, happened there? So, I, you know, I don't think Norm did real well on this deal. Well, he got significant. He, well, he got stock, he equity got, in this public company, right? Right. So you can sell shares in a public company. Oh, that's true. That's true. Without having to find a VC to to buy <laughs> equity, that's right? true. So, so that's that's his exit. That's his exit strategy is to is to sell that stock and not like not. I don't think Norm was hurting for money to begin with, being he's got five seats on the front row at the Lakers. So, or how many receipts he said he had? Well, yeah, I'm also, happy. I'm happy I mean, for he also Norm. Likes to spend money too. I'm happy so. for Norm, but I just wonder <laughs> what that's going to mean for the. There's going to be some synergies there. There's going to be some podcast one folks who are going to be wondering if they're going to have a job next week. I suppose some might be concerned about that, right? Um, Though I think that the disciplines between the two organizations don't have a lot of overlap. Some, some overlap, right? So the, the clients they currently have signed is Adam Carolla, Shaq O'Neill, Steve Austin, uh, Dr. Drew, Heather and Terry Dobrow, Chael Sonnen, don't even know who that is, Caitlin. He's a, a, he's a kickboxer, a former kickboxer. No, is he? Yeah. Former kickboxer, I think. Kaylee, yeah. Kaylee Brystow, Lady Gang, mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. There's a name. Rich uh, Eisen, that's a name. Uh, yep. Spencer and Heidi Pratt, there's a celebrity type. All these are, pretty much. So, mm-hmm. so the be interesting here that you've got a live platform diversifying. Yeah, I used to work on s- some of those shows. So what it tells some of those shows, <laughs> what it tells me is live streamer live X live knows there's not going to be live events. So they're going to need to do podcast. Yeah. So maybe podcast one's going to gain some, some more names, but yeah. it's, but it's pretty hard. You know, they have to remember that, um, if they're doing, if live X live, and I, I should look at their platform. If they're doing live streaming events that have uh, music and that kind of stuff, then uh, I put live, not live, live. Um, then are they, see, they do premium live music. You can't do podcasts with music. Well, you can potentially, as you look forward into the future, right? With mm. the new music licensing packages coming. So we'll see. 
So oh, yeah. is Weezer, you can't, Weezer can't do a live event and put that on as a podcast. Not currently. Right. No. Do they know that? So why, if LiveX Live is buying a podcast platform because their live event stuff is in the, is in the tank. Well, I'm, they I'm are just buying speculating some, here. Some, some revenue. Um, oh, that's true. They're buying revenue. Uh, which always looks good in the, in the filings yeah. uh, with a public company. Um, but I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it was an exit and it, and it wasn't as favorable of an exit as I believe Norm had wanted for the company after all those years of work. I think he was wanting probably at least, you know, in the more of the 40, 50 range minimum, probably. Well, he definitely wasn't willing to pay for stuff before himself to get to that number. What are you saying, Todd? I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying nothing. <laughs> hmm. So. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying, Todd, because I've, I've been in the middle of those things. Yes. What things? Well, it's, it's the, it's the big fish eating the little fish. <laughs> Uh, scenarios that have been going around in this medium for so for, for many years. So right, it, it it could make it could make for some interesting dynamics on some people over there too. You know, their technology providers and other stuff like that could be big changes coming for them. Well, it's such a great platform. <laughs> Why would they want to change anything? <laughs> oh, I could write three chapters of a book just on this unspoken conversation here. <laughs> so okay yeah you're getting nervous now um yeah i am <laughs> i get a little nervous too yeah they, they uh, yeah norm likes to sue <laughs> yeah. uh norm i'm you know i know you've listened to this so i i i'm sure you wanted more money but i need mean, as long as you got a deal out of it and you put some cash in your pocket and had fun doing it and and you know i guess you're not you're not all the way out but um oh no he had fun doing this no oh i know he that. had fun doing it <laughs> yeah i was in his office every day for a year so i i know how much fun he had but um it's i think he really enjoys the stuff that he does well he does you know you he got he you, has a great time doing it he's able to hobnob with big celebrities and big time, big famous people. And, and, and you got to know too, yeah. he's, he's, you know, I hope I have as much energy as he does when I'm his age. Right. Yeah. No, know. he's a, he's a go-go machine. Yeah, no he is. About it. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I don't, so, I don't, this is, he doesn't strike me as a type of guy that goes to the gym. Does he go to the gym? I don't think so. Yeah. No. I'm telling you, it's guys, it's amazing. You know, yeah. he's probably got a nutritionist and everything else that makes sure he eats healthy as as well. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, <laughs> I think he's doing doing well. I think he's doing doing well, especially for his age. I think yeah. he's doing well. Yeah. It's interesting. The whole chat room went really quiet. Okay, well, I think we need to get off this topic. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys did you guys get bored here? 
<laughs> I would imagine so. Cause I, cause I was starting to get bored. Oh, are you? <laughs> and me trying to, you know, and I just, I'm analyzing stuff on the fly here. So, and people, there was well, absolutely. We always do that and we always get in trouble doing that. That's too. right. There was no, there was no forethought, no pre-calculations, no nothing beforehand. We just kind of just threw it up there and speculated. So just remember what we, that's what we do here. <laughs> Todd, I also like the quote that uh, Daniel um, Eck from the CEO of Spotify gave out there too. I know I saw it in the pod news, but. There will be millions of podcasts around the world, but few that have daily rituals. Interesting. For us to build and invest in them, this is daily podcast is what he's talking about. It's much better fit by owning them than having them as a third-party relationship. What does that tell you, Todd? It means they're going to build their own content and the hell with independence. Yeah, and it's they're going to build daily relationships with content with their user base. So he's right in some regard. No, in a lot of regard. Yeah. I mean, is that, yeah. and, and the thing is, the thing, I think the thing he's failing to understand though, is that there's only a few, there can only be a few daily podcasts. There can't be many because the majority of listeners don't listen to the same show daily or they like some variety too. Yeah. They want some variety. So it, it would take, I mean, a show would have to be absolutely incredible for me to be able to listen, listen to, it, to daily. it daily. And it's going to have to be, you know, I'm, I'm hearing more and more people talk about, um, duration is becoming a, more and more of an issue. And, I guess over the last few years, there's been, I think it was, um, Dan Meisner, I think from, um, that did an article talking about that. He's been tracking the top 200, um, list on podcasts Mm -hmm. or on the Apple platform. Yeah. And that over the last five to six years, the trend line is, um, shorter and shorter and shorter content. It, it, it didn't do a dramatic reduction. It's just, you know, it's like a couple minutes shorter, shorter every year, uh, it, it is what's been happening. And there's a shift towards shorter duration content being more popular. Okay. <laughs> I don't, you know, what that really means in practicality, as far as what you should do as a podcaster, I don't think it means very much. No, I don't, um, I don't think so but, either. But it is an interesting trend line to think about from the standpoint of, you know, if that trend continues, you know, what Daniel's talking about here starts, you know, you can kind of see that there's a correlation there between these two things. Um, but you know, I think it's difficult Todd, tell me what you think. I think it's difficult to have a lot of value in a short audio podcast. It takes us 10 minutes just to get through the something we've done the last three or four days. Uh, right. you know, but we're also, right. I mean, you know, I and, mean, unless you're doing a show like what, um, you know, Mr. McCaskey did for many years. Yeah. You know, Howard Stern is on for what, what, four or five hours, three days a week. Right. And people can't get enough of that show. But he's, yeah. you got Mark Marin, three, what, three and a half hours and people can't get enough of that show because right. he's got enough variety in there and enough twists and turns. 
I mean, it's a balanced job too. I mean, I think a lot of these people think that, you know, if you do a daily show, you're going to have a lot more ad places, ad spots, right. To be able to run advertising. And I, I would push back on that and say, I think you, you're going through this ritual of publishing daily content and you really only have maybe one or two ad spots where if you do a longer show, you can have like six or seven and does it, it I guess it depends on the content production. Is it more expensive to do a longer show? Um, you look at this show, it's not more expensive to do a 90 minute show versus a 10 minute show. No, but you know, if you look I mean, at a little bit, right, expensive. right. Uh, time wise, you know, let's look at, uh, a comment that was made by Sirius. They are like, we don't, we've got more ad inventory than we have, than what we can run in podcasts. And I laugh. In other words, there's more, they have more available advertising inventory than they have podcast minutes to run ads in. You're talking about on the linear side? I'm talking about podcast side on Sirius. Oh, oh, they're basically saying they have more ad inventory than they have shows to sell in. And I, I just, I just, it cracks me up. When, when someone says that, it's because, again, once again, 5% of the podcasts are out there is where 95% of the money is being spent, yet they have all this excess, you know, and I agree that um, what we see is advertisers' mindsets changes. When times of crisis happens, they are more willing to take, they're more willing to, to buy into our type of content. And he, he made my point exactly in a recent article. And I shook my head. Yes. Cause we saw that in 2008 when things right. went tight, podcast ad spends went through the roof. And, uh, I, I people, in certain categories, right. In 2008, it didn't, 2000 didn't matter. All categories rose together. There wasn't, you know, the money was coming in, but you know, we were running specific ads that went in against specific categories. But I, I think that, uh, that's what potentially people say, oh, the ad spends are down. I, well, you know. Uh, well, I'm it, hearing that ad spends are down in certain categories. Right. Of advertisers, right? Well, it, not, it won't last But not long. across the board. But, I, but if, if, if Sirius is saying that they have, not Sirius, excuse me, iHeart. Oh, iHeart. Oh, my God. What okay. am I saying Sirius for? iHeart. The iHeart yeah. CEO said this. That they have more, they have more inventory than podcasts to run in. He, that's such, such an opportunity. Because ninety percent of the shows out there have no ad, ad inventory in it at all. I mean, a lot of podcasts don't want to have ads either. Well, that's so. true. You know, fifty percent of those ninety percent don't, at least. So did you hear, uh, actually it was another item in pod news too, uh, about John Gruber, uh, Ben Thompson and John Gruber have launched a paid for podcast off of a, uh, let's say it's called the podcast, I believe is called dithering and offers, uh, three episodes a week, 15 minutes per episode. Dithering, dithering.com. Yeah, I don't know if it's dithering.com here. Let me look at the address here. Uh, I believe it's dithering.fm. Dithering. It's a weird name. And it says um, 15 minutes per episode, not a minute less, not a minute more, costs $5 a month. It uses the, the memberful 
platform. What it's called. Okay. Why would I buy this? John John Gruber's a pretty popular podcaster. I know that I don't know Ben Thompson, but I do do know of John Gruber. So what is this show even about? We don't I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Don't know. Tech okay, here's John is John has usually done kind of like tech stuff. Yeah, it looks like tech stuff. Tech earnings to strong get stronger. Welcome to Dithering. The shop app and virus uncertainty. The MacBook, the MacBook Pro. So fifteen right. minutes, yeah. huh? He's doing a fifteen minute show. That's that's hard to do. Fifteen minutes at fifteen minutes. I mean, John has done done a lot of. I think for many years he had a a blog talking about Apple. Do you think people are actually going to do this? I think he's got a pretty strong following in that that particular community. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, Todd, if we did that with this show, we'd, we'd pick up some people paying it. 15, it wouldn't be a huge number. 15. It'd probably be like half a percent of our audience, maybe. Well, that doesn't pay the bills. Of course, we're not doing anything to pay the bills anyway with this show, but. Right, right. I mean, it's, and what I've heard from people that have deployed similar things to this in the past is that it just slowly grows over time. It takes a long time to grow it to anything s- substantial, but as you pick up passionate fan bases to your program, that you know, people want to support you. It just depends on it, if this is a more of a donation offer or is it a oh no right a on, requirement? It's it's a requirement. Okay, so five dollars way you can get access to the content. Yep, subscribe to, to listen five dollars a month and fifty dollars a year. So are they offering any free content on this site? Let's let's uh, take a look at. Is it a freemium model or it's, is it no? A, it's it's member. I think member only. Let me go over. Uh, you have to. You got to pay to get it. So that there's probably not a, a public RSS feed then. Uh, I would not think so. Yeah. Of course, some of these membership sites, which we're finding out, oh. are not uh, very secure. Okay. I love all the implied security around membership sites. Right. It's it's usually not as secure as you think it is. No, not at all. Which is a good and bad thing at the same time, right? So I guess I mean, if it's a if you already have a dithering or stratatory strat stratatory account. So apparently they've already been around for a while. Stratatory. I think that is another podcast by Yeah, that's ben that's Thompson. the one that's the one by Ben Thompson. Right. So this is a collaborational effort between those two guys. Yeah. So and they're both using the same kind of kind of monetization and platform. What's, and what's interesting is they're both you know, Ben Thompson, I think the reason I may have known his name is they're uh, they are uh longtime uh longtime bloggers. Yeah, no, exactly. I know John, John built his reputation on, on blogging about tech companies and stuff. Oh, here's the deal. So subscribe to Dithering, $5 a month. Subscribe to Stratchery, $12 a month. Subscribe to Dithering and Strategy, $15 a month or $150 a year. So it's, they're doing a collab. You can get a, 
the uh, Stratchery is, I guess, more valuable at twelve dollars a month than one hundred twenty dollars a year. Man, if I could, if we could get everyone in this show to pay us twelve bucks a month, Rob, we we might actually have to have day jobs. <laughs> hey, Todd, we could try it. <laughs> yeah, right. I think yeah. we'd have to think our about our content production a little bit more than oh, we do. Oh, I but, think so too. Right. <clears throat> Go to a pay model on this thing. Yeah. 20 bucks a week. Or we'll do the, the, do the James. The key Crit- question, Todd, is would we do it as a required payment or would we do it as more as a donation? If, I, if I'm going to have to spend extra time and plan and build, it's not going to be, it's going to be all in. All in it's or gonna nothing. It's going to be one way or the other. <laughs> one right? way or the other, right. Because otherwise, I can't show up here at the studio at 11 a.m., get everything fired up, have enough time to run and grab a sandwich, eat that, and then start the show without any prep. That's the free version. <laughs> the paid version is five hours of show prep work. Right. <clears throat> hmm. Sean Thorpe says, not sure I get the 15-minute format unless this is meant to be a news-heavy show instead of commentary. I think that's exactly what it is. I think the strategy yeah. is more of a strategy type of discussion. Right. So, interesting model. There's a lot of those premium or, you know, premium models coming out. A lot of people are trying to do that. And if you have a big enough audience to begin with, then you can be successful at it. But the key is to have a big enough audience. You know, I did a, I had a call with a a gentleman. I'm I'm ramping up my consulting calls to podcasters again that host with us. And um, had a call with a guy that's been in it a month. And eight or nine episodes into show one, getting ready to launch show number two and wants to make money right now. And, you know, I had to have that conversation with them about, you know, it, it was kind of went like this. My, you know, show number one doesn't have a lot of dedication by the, the host, which he was doing the production with and show number mm-hmm. two, which he was going to start with. It was just going to be him. And I'm like, well, if you're not, if you don't have you know high cooperation between the co-hosts on show number one, you're never going to get to this the size you need to monetize anyway, right? And I I think people just think now because I I think they can just think they can make money in day one, and um, I'm seeing more of that where people just think this is a cash printing machine, and we both know that's not the case. Yeah. I wish it Todd, was. Did you hear about this this uh, li- listing in Pod News about the the world's first HD podcast, high definition podcast? Sure. We we post this show at 128k. Uh, that's not hi- high definition audio. Uh, not by the classification that this this podcast is designating. It's a rock and roll um, ar- archaeology podcast. So the podcast itself is 192 kilobits per second, uh, which, which is good quality. However, playback on their website downloaded chunks of audio that were um, 5.3 megabytes every 30 seconds. That's an audio bit rate of around 1,384 kbps, uh, which is roughly the size of a WAV file. So... For 
a 98 minute show, that'd be a 524 megabyte download. I would contend that any podcast that's out there today, if you listen, if, if I was to, matter of fact, I should do that. I should put up the wave file of this show <laughs> and the MP3, and then you listen to the wave file and you listen to the MP3 and tell me if you can hear the difference. I would contend that you'll not be able to tell the difference between the wave file and the MP3 version of this podcast. And the big reason for that is, is most people are listening on these earbuds and earbuds have pretty awful high quality reproduction capabilities. Most (laughs) of us are not putting $800 headsets on a liquid cooled tuner that comes from $800 interconnecting cables with a, a power modulated power clean power supply you know, we're not sitting there and speak for yourself, Todd. I I have a couple of those here. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I would not doubt that you do. I'm just pulling your leg. No, you know, it's, it's great. Great. They have a high definition, high def podcast platform. There you go. You can pay the bandwidth bill too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's just that you're my, just abusing my, your my, is my what you are. My yeah. sarcasm is just oozing. I know. I mean, I mean, you're kind of abusing your listeners because you're using up a lot of bandwidth in uh, their oh, phones oh. or in their whatever but, that's unnecessary. But, but Rob, they know the technology, and they put two enclosures in a single RSS feed. They know the technology. There you go. Yes, yeah. two enclosures in an RSS feed, one normal, one high def. <clears throat> oh, that's going to work out well. It's going to work out fantastic. There was a time, though, Todd, when there was talk about this in the podcasting space room. I'm sure you remember, right? Yeah, of course. About adding multiple links in, a, in an item in an RSS feed. It would have been fantastic you know, if we could have supported medium it. quality, and high quality, right? Uh, yep, it had been great. It had been fantastic if the space would have supported it. I was all for it. And it usually was focused on video podcasts at the time, if you think about it. Um, like uh, yeah. Twit. Yeah. I think it was really brought it, brought to mind based on what Leo Laporte was doing in the early days of the medium. Because he had I mean, five, he, five audio feeds, one in RAR format, and like three or four video feeds. So he'd have like eight right. to ten feeds for a single show. Exactly. You'd have like low video quality, high video, um, yep. medium video quality yep. and high, high video quality. And even maybe sometimes an HD version. I did that here for many years. <clears throat> right. Yeah. So I, when I first started producing video podcasts on about episode 600 of Geek New Central, I produced a, um, because bandwidth was even worse then I produced a 320 or by a three. 320 by 160, a 640 by 360. And we, that was SD. We weren't even going to, uh, 16 by nine at that. Oh yeah, we were going 60 by nine. Um, still today, I only do this show as high as 1280 by 720. Um, but I used to produce, uh, three separate video feeds for this show. And then, 
or any of the shows I did with video. And I did two, no, I did three different uh, feeds for audio. Mm-hmm. I, I did a mm-hmm. 16, I did a 32, and a 64 back in the early days. Yeah. And the 16 sounded pretty bad. Yeah, and I mean, my thought at the time back back in those days when I was working on Zoom was that we, we would have feeds that would come in from content creators that would have these different quality levels and then in the UI of the playback, you could you could play back whichever file you wanted to in the same listing, right? Um, but it never happened. We, it, it never got added to the RSS spec. So And we we did RAR versions of the of the media. We right. did um even BitTorrent. Remember BitTorrent yeah, for podcast distribution? Yeah, yeah right. we even had yeah. uh yeah we were setting up uh, seeds, what they would call a seed for BitTorrent. So yeah, yeah. Oh, um, stupid stuff. Myself we did. and a guy, a guy by the name of Peter York, s- set up a what was it called? Downloadradio.com or something like that. And it was basically a, a BitTorrent network for distribution of audio programs. Yeah. So what happens now when you're on Spotify or you're on any of those other platforms? They automatically adjust the quality based on your connection. You don't know that. But if you have a bad connection, they lower your quality to deliver it to you. And then if you're on a bigger connection, they up your quality. So on their streaming version, they do have multiple. Well, but that has to be done through a variable bit rate, doesn't right. it? Right. They file so some, they some have to transcode it to, to a, a VBR version. Yeah. I don't know how they do it tech wise, but they do allow the quality to increase based upon any true streaming service that's on those apps pretty much do that now. But don't put your MP3 out. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) no, don't do that. Don't do that in the regular distribution, Todd. We have to be careful on that one. Yeah. Fix, fix bit rate, everybody. Right. right. Don't do VBR. VBR. Uncheck that VBR (laughs) button. Yes. Because you will, you'll find out real fast. You'll be calling your, your podcast. Why is my audio? Oh, Weird. Freaking <laughs> Mickey Mouse on me. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Sean says, remember when some podcasts used to publish alternate feeds in Windows media audio format? Yeah, we all did that. We all had multiple formatted feeds. I had one Real page. audio. R- all that R- stuff. R- RAA files. Yeah. Um, um, AMR what, what it, was another format for mobile phones. It just drove me crazy how many, how yeah. many formats I had. So you guys think, you always got it easy now. You just produce oh, one one yeah. format, you know? Well, so, it's on the video side, it's MP4. Just so everybody knows, if you want to do a video podcast, put it out as an MP4 right, right. video format and put out an MP3. It's the recommended thing now. For audio. Um, right, for on the audio side. But it's, so, in, so as, soon as, I, as soon as I saw one of their feeds with dual enclosures, I actually chuckled and I sent it over to Angelo and he says, oh, that's, We've known that's a no-no since 2006, but I'm like, well, you know, you've got new kids on the block and uh, they don't right. know. Right. It'll work on their app or their site maybe, but it's not going to work anywhere else. Yeah. And also, most so, of you d- didn't know that you can actually publish a PDF file as a podcast too. Did you guys know that's a viable podcast format is PDF? I bet you a lot of people didn't know that. It's pretty much only available in uh, Apple's platform. Right, in Apple Podcast, yeah. 
but it is a format that can be published. Yep. I bet you and some Lipson, of the podcatchers Lipson don't even know. That. Yeah, we do too. Yep. yep. I bet you Anchor doesn't. No. Actually, I would say just about all of the the newer platforms don't, don't support video. They don't support other other types of enclosures like PDF. Um, I mean, let's be honest about it, Todd. Not that many people did it, but you know, right, if you're doing right, a right, right. like a science research podcast or something like that, it's kind of helpful to be able to publish a research paper. But you can't post two two enclosures in one RSS feed. That's still a big no no. And if right. you do, it'll if you do, um, then Apple and everybody else will take the first enclosure that they see, mm-hmm. and they'll ignore the second one. Yeah, man, oh man, that's that. We shouldn't even talk about that because the next thing you know, someone's going to be posting five enclosures in a single feed because they heard it here. Yeah, just remember, it doesn't. I don't even know if you can. Well, oh. most platforms, if someone's you know rolling their own, they could, but. <laughs> <laughs> that has a whole other different kind of meaning well I, we're not talking 420 here 420 we're talking <laughs> we're, we're talking uh, somehow, some people are probably surprised I know what 420 is so, <laughs> so well, you weren't just born yesterday Todd, no so. I wasn't so the uh, um, matter of fact I was joining a generation that, uh, that well never mind but you don't uh, want to go there, Todd. Don't go there. The, uh, what was I going to say? I got distracted by weed. Um, the, um, well, I really got distracted. Yeah. So we yeah. just, it just goes back to, um, people would, uh, would put more than one enclosure in some of the early platforms and was very, very early to, you know, signed off on that that was a bad thing. And Dave Weiner said, no more than one enclosure per, per episode or per item, which is really, if you think about it, was pretty short-sighted by, by Dave. But they do have another, there is another tag in there that can be used, but uh, let me forget. They were, they were talking about it and uh, where were they talking about in our channel? Um, The RSS channel. What do you, what do you take on the, I don't know if we talked about on the last show. What's your opinion on Grace Note? I think we talked about it a little bit about Grace Note jumping into the on-demand and advanced podcast search and discovery field. I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I've known that that was kind of happening, but I didn't. Of course, Rob Walsh has a very strong opinion on it. I not that I was doubted I would see something from him otherwise. <laughs> um, well, I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I think it's, they can do what they want to do. So, yeah. And the only thing I worry about was what I saw in their press release on how they're going to modify titles <clears throat> and modify hmm. metadata. That was the only thing I'm kind of worried about. Really? Wow. I, okay. I didn't see that. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, they had a part in their press release that talked about changing titles and again, to better serve for discovery and uh, they better not be changing my titles. Did you see where the, <clears throat> that it was just announced that Fox news is getting their podcasts into uh, Spotify now? Yeah. So, well, 
they're on the welcome to the party. I think we talked about right. that on the last show, but did we? Yeah, did, I think okay. so. Yeah, but uh, like someone's either paying someone or someone's decided to put stuff over there. Yeah, saw a lot of snarky comments about that, and I'm just like, if you're a podcaster and you're not doing a political show, it's better just to stay away from the political commentary about that type of stuff because it just doesn't do you well if you have on either, you know, 50% of your audience is going to get pissed off one way or the other, so. Right. So did you see where I think, uh, I think we have a new competitor to our show here. Oh, really? It's out there. Yeah. I'm trying to find it. I think it, it's done by, uh, uh, let me see here. It's done by, it's called media's new deal is a, it's a new podcast from the founder and CEO of Oxford road, Dan Granger, which I think we both know Dan. Um, his first episode, he had an interview with Wondery's Hernan Lopez. Okay. And the CEO of, um, the intercom group, which owns cadence 13 and pineapple street studio. So, you know, it's an interesting launch of a new show that's kind of in our kind of area, but he's, it's a solo show. It appears so. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That was interesting. Let's see here. There's uh, the, the tech heads are talking a little bit in the feed here. The tech heads. Yeah. Christine, you said good one, Rob. What was that, Christine? I'm sorry. Um, let's see here. Sean says it. The image files like JPEG are part of the original feed and closure spec made by Dave. I doubt most podcasting apps support anything other than audio, video, and many don't support video. Yep, we talked about that. Eileen mm -hmm. says, yes, I published a PDF before, but I have no way of knowing if anyone ever downloaded it. Well, Eileen, if you were using Blueberry Podcast Stats, you would know whether or not that PDF got downloaded because we do measure PDF. Mm -hmm. So does Lipson. Yep. So, ah, I was trying to catch, so, catch you guys on one. So Rob Walsh also put out there um, that this past week that there, there was a 15% decline in weekly downloads. I don't get since it. Since the pandemic started. Don't get it. We're not seeing it. Not at all, huh? Not seeing it. Interesting. Yeah, some of it's like some platforms are seeing no change. Some people are seeing increases. You guys are seeing decreases. I, I'd like a little more deeper dive into how, why we're all different. The only thing I can point it back to is it's just the composition of the content on our, yeah. on our networks. Yeah, potentially, That's the only yeah. thing that could, could be driving it. Because we're, we're, we're all basically measuring Pretty much the same way. Yeah. Mostly. Christine said, oh, oh, you know, Rob is just funny. Well, Rob, you got a compliment. Me, Rob or Rob Walsh? Is it me or? Oh. Well, uh, I, I, well, I'm assuming it's you. Oh, I'm funny? Yeah. I was really? like, wow. Okay. Wow. Or maybe Christine's referring to Rob Walsh. I don't know. Christine's. What's Christine's last name? Blackburn. Oh, okay. So maybe she's referring to you. 
story worthy <laughs> podcast. So hey, how about you, Christine? Hey, Christine. Are, you, are your numbers up or your numbers down? How about everybody in the group? Where do you guys see your numbers at right now? Those of you that are watching. Well, I'm on. sure that hers hers is probably up because she's does does kind of comedy type stuff. Um uh, I'm, I'm looking over here on we got quite a people on uh on YouTube. Do you know uh Michael Greenlee there, Rob? Uh well that's the name of my son. Well he's watching so... he's watching us on YouTube right now. <laughs> <laughs> over in Russia, right? Correct. Right. In in Sochi, right? So are they locked down in Sochi? Mm, kind of, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. Moscow's got a big issue right now. They're they're prime time right now in infection. It's not a from what I hear, it's not a big issue in Sochi, but but it is becoming more of an issue over there, right? And then we've got Because it uh, is in a lot of places around the world right now. Yeah. Right. So Go ahead. we got Rita Mike. Michael, think pad to sue that's watching us on YouTube. At least the ones have checked in. There's more that's watching. Make sure you say hi in chat, folks, if you're watching on YouTube. And then I was going to look over here. Uh, yep, she just linked her show, Store Worthy Podcast. And she says, I haven't paid much attention to my numbers lately. Mike Dell says, mine are up on all three shows. Oh, she says, you know, I'm actually up. So she is, her numbers are up. So I can, I can believe that, you know, with the kind of, kind of show she does. Yeah. Rick says, I haven't paid much attention to my numbers. So Matt says down about 10%. People are taking longer to connect and consume podcast episodes. Matt, what's your show about again? What's your content about? Because all my shows are up, including this one. They're, but they're all new, more news related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my geek essential, which I think in the environment it makes sense to some degree. People are looking for updates on stuff. Yeah, and you do talk a fair amount about what's happening with the COVID stuff. Well, yeah, and I just like my last show. I just kind of went off, <laughs> you know, and it was it was it was really about, well, you know, I, I'm I, I said that I'm going to start being more frank on the show and I and I talked about mask. I showed my mask. And I talked about how I use a mask when I go to a store and and I, and if if you know if if you don't wear a mask it's your choice. Um but if you're you just be prepared. People are getting a little bit hostile out there and I, I don't care whether you do or don't, but if you're I'm not gonna let you get within six feet of me. <laughs> that's you know, that's basically it. I don't care if you do or don't. Matt right. is on podcast and broadcast, so is it more instructional, Matt, if I remember correctly? Mm-hmm. So. PodTrack put out their new ranker for April, looks like. Or did we already look at that? No, we I'm didn't, but I think what, somebody went up. Uh, iHeart went down and NPR went up or vice versa? No, iHeart's it, number one. With uh, be careful. I know, <laughs> I know. I heard number one. NPR is number two. The New York Times number three. According to the Pod Track Ranker, that is not an all inclusive ranker. Right. Right. Oh, Matt says broadcasters are un- understandably scattered these days. 
it's fun watching. They've gotten better. Their quality has gotten much better on them doing remote. But every once in a while, I, I kind of, this is how I demonstrated it on the last show, Rob. Broadcast people sometimes go, well, more of them have gotten green screens. I'll just put it that way. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. And you can see the bleed. They're doing pretty good on green screens, though. You know, right. and, and the, no, I would the say key, so. The keys. I would say so. I think that their team came out and put <laughs> right, some lights right. in the house and, and said, "Don't move." <laughs> right. Stay still when you talk. But and that's why I was demonstrating. Is you know, it, it, it looks choppy sometimes. I, I get to laughing about it. We get that way once in a while here too, but not as nowhere near what those broadcasters do. So, of course, right about this time is when you're going to freeze. And we're doing pretty good. We're, you know, this connection, I, I'm going to have to knock on wood because I upped our video quality. So now I'm pushing, good. yeah, we're, we're now almost pushing uh, 5K per stream. So I, and it's at 1287.20. I could up now to 1920 by 1080, but I've got it just about maxed out for 4.5, 4.6K for 720. And that is just about as good as it's going to get. So, um, you know, mm -hmm. I upped it a full thousand kilobits per second on both streams, going to YouTube and going to the, uh, the transcoder. We lose a little bit in the transcoding, of course, at, uh, at Wowza, but mm -hmm. the, so far everything's holding tight. Plus I'm pushing to live stream again. We haven't been pushing to there for a long time. So don't know if anybody ever watches. I never even look at the stats, but I'm paying for the account. 500 bucks every year i should use it so yeah hey todd did you hear about this uh, uh webinar that sure is putting on i i did not it's called it's called it, it's a webinar for microphone selection and placement for podcasting and mobile recording it's actually uh next wednesday may 13th at 11 a.m central time smart on them it's free. To it's free. Yeah, I'm sure they're going to yeah. be talking about all the Sure offerings. Yeah. Well, we're both using Sure mics right here. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So you can go. You can go sign up. Uh, uh, looks like. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would just do a search for Sure Sure webinar on microphones or something, and you'll probably find it. Eileen says, "Why does anyone report on the pod track stats? I'm not sure who cares about pod track. I'm." being serious she doesn't know why people report on that well it's the industry but it's the radio people that care about it right yeah more than really anybody else so one thing i will say rob though of all the mic and i've used a lot of uh, mics before i've used a Rode ntk i've used a uh of course i used that blue mic mouse for years and years and years that right. was my primary mic probably for 10 years i used uh um, the high LPR 40, I, I I've right. got a, you know, a, a, in a closet over there, I've got $3,000 worth of microphones that have, you know, haven't been plugged in in 10 years and, right. um, same stack over here. I haven't changed that with my audio rack. My audio rack's the same. I, I will be, I'll just be the first to admit this SMB seven is just about as good as it, at least for my voice. I'm, Pretty happy with this microphone. 
The SM7B. Yeah, the SMB. Yeah, SM7B. Yeah. I'm pretty pretty happy with the end result of this mic. Yeah, I think it sounds good, especially with uh, with your voice. Yeah, it does okay. Sounds good. And I think every person's voice is different uh, per mic. You know, so whatever post processing you do too has an effect. So Sure is selling this these microphones, the SM7B, for $399, it looks like. Well, maybe they'll offer a sale after their webinar. That would be nice. So if you're they in would. the market, maybe they'll give attendees a you know, 10 or 15% discount. If I, if I was sure, that's what I'd be doing. Yeah. So it's always worth leaving that plane in the background and at least sign up for it so that, did you find that in Pod News or did you find that out? Yeah, yeah, I found it in Pod News. Yeah. So, those of you that are on the uh, Facebook page, there, uh, Eileen posted a link to the Share webinar in there. So, get signed up for that and mm-hmm. pop in there if you've got time. And even if you don't watch it, let it run. So, it's at p dash, or so for those of you listening, p.sure.com forward slash Mike dash PDCST dash. <laughs> Oh, they could have, why didn't they do this? Just I just stump dash M B L R C R D C R D. Yeah. So just anyway, just search for the, the, uh, microphone selection and placement for podcast and mobile by sure. You'll find their Google, find it via Google, probably easier, easier. Or come over to my Facebook page and it's linked in the comment section. Thanks Eileen for providing that. Yeah. That's great. All right, so we're we're at ninety minutes, Rob. We we snuck through. We did. We made it again, Todd. <laughs> and and I and I'll say this: I've I think I'm close to being final on. Of course, you never know. I might come up with something next week, but I was having huge difficulties in maintaining quality in the demo studio, and I went to a over-the-ear boom mic versus a lavalier wireless lavalier. It's a wired connection via XLR. Mm -hmm. And I just got a, uh, oh, let me, I'll show you. This is a little different. Yeah. So how much was that? I mean, I would love to to, to try that out. Oh, my over the ear. I bought them 10 years ago and I was surprised. I have two of them and they're 400 bucks. The one I'm using. So I bought a Fethead Phantom. This is different. Now, be careful if you ever buy a FET head because this one allows the 48 volts to pass through. Hmm. It powers the, the amplifier and it will at the same time allow the four, cause that over the ear one is, is 48 V and that's why it makes it really awesome. But this particular FET head, um, they make FET heads, different types of FET heads and, I'm a big fan of fat heads, but this one here is um, a lot of people that have SMB seven run this run a fat head. Is that a gain booster? So it is, oh. and it uses the 48 volts off your mixer. So you got to ha- be able to send 48 volts to it for, for like the SM seven B, but it won't allow the 48, the, the other ones won't allow the 48 volts to go through. This one allows the 48 volts to pass through and go into the over the ear mic that I have and because uh, it's a condenser mic, um, the one that's over the, over the ear, that's why it's better for pickup than the lavalier, which is dynamic. And right. um, 
Yeah, so, but it's going to pick up everything though, right? No, it because it's over the ear. It has, I mean, it, I was really, well, for 400 bucks, that sucker better be awesome. I didn't really, because I was, you know, I, I ran it. I said, wow, that thing really sounds good. And I, I, I mean, I was kind of shocked how good it sound. And I'm, and I'm like, how much should I pay for this? And I went back and again, I have had two of these in my cabinet for 10 years. Haven't used them. Mm-hmm. I was going to use it for something else. I never liked how it kind of, because you do have to get it positioned and you got to make sure you've got it hooked in the back so it doesn't bounce around. Um, right. Some people will even use gaffer tape and different ways to keep it in place. Um, and I was just blown away and I went on to B&H and I typed in the model number and it came up three. I'll send you the, the stock number, but you do need it. You know, I was running a 20, a 50 foot XLR cable too. So I was losing some of the power but I need something in front of it to push it a little heavy. So this just came in $89. So I'll get this hooked up today and see how it sounds all the way through the, through the pipeline. So is it uh, a cascade microphone? Is that what it is? Uh, do I have, I think, hang on. I was trying to find it on their, their website, the fat head. Oh no, no, this is not a, that's not a microphone. This is just the amplifier. Oh, oh, that's right. What's the name of the microphone? Oh, you're going to ask me now because. Of course I had to ask you. Yeah. And I thought I had. Shit. I don't have the case here. I'll have to tell you in another show, Rob. I'll get you the model okay. number. But okay. it, it, it's really, really good. Um, but yeah, a little, little pricey. And then again, it's a little tricky to get it set up right. Right. And, um, but anyway, uh, I'll be putting out some stuff here soon. I, I wanted to be wireless, but it's just better to be wired. And in that studio, it's fine to be wired. It's not a big deal. I just got to run right. the cable over the overhead so it's not stretched out on the floor. So one more cable to run. Well, it's going to be better if it's wired. No yeah, yeah, it. for sure. All right, then. If, Oops, yeah, sorry. I mean, but if we could do this show with just an ear mount mic, that 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 would be better than having these big booms in our face. Well, that's but. true. So I've never thought of that. So that's that's a potential as well. But I don't think we'll get as even with the booms. I don't think you'll get as good a quality. Maybe and try it. So. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, and everyone. I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. You can reach me on Twitter at Geek News. Uh, you can reach me off of my Lipson email, Rob G at Lipson.com. And, uh, I'm on Twitter as well at Rob Greenlee. And that's with two E's and, uh, you know, send me an email if you have something to share and it's, it's we're be, all ears. Yeah. Before we go, she <laughs> says, here's something pretty cool. I wrote to Bose and they gave me two pairs of Bose 700 headphones for on air <clears throat> acknowledgement. Well, that's nice. That's uh, those are worth a, a little bit of money. So awesome. I wear a Shure in-ear. These are about, uh, I'll get the model number, but they're about $400, but I wear wow. in-ear. Oh, yeah. I would imagine the sound's pretty good coming out of those oh, things. Oh, they're, desi- they're not studio quality, but they are basically a pretty high-end from a consumer market goes for music. So that's what they're really designed for. But I didn't have the money to do the molds. Mm-hmm. So. All right, everyone. Thanks for for tuning in. We'll see you next time here on the new media show. Make sure you get over to newmediashow.com. Get subscribed. Get a PhD in podcasting. 
by two Paul, two podcast Hall of Fame members. And that's Rob and I, of course. And uh, we thank you for being part of the show. If, if you think we're worthy, we've got to donate to the show and support the podcast link on the webpage. You know, maybe we can experiment with our model here. Uh, are we worth $15 a month or five or 10 or 50 cents or 6.7 cents a day, which equals two bucks. So, uh, or a penny a month. Or a penny a month, yeah. Or, or you know, <laughs> that's what they do. And if you want to piss somebody off at a, at a restaurant and they haven't served you a penny at the bottom of the, a water glass, that's, uh, that's there, right. There's, there there's your tip. <laughs> there you go. Well, we'll be back on Wednesday, right, yep. Todd? So oh. we got to share that. Yep. At uh, noon uh, Pacific, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, right? Yeah. Right? And Rob, we yep. didn't hear the train today. So must be they don't run on the weekend. So uh, it must be. Yeah. All right. Everyone take care. We'll see you next time. I'm good, good with the mute button. Oh, maybe as well. All right, everyone. (laughs) We'll see you. We'll see you on Wednesday. Everyone take care. Bye-bye. Oh, we forgot, Rob. You know what we forgot? What? Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Can't forget that. We're so horrible. All right. Happy Mother's Day. Call your mom. Call your mom. Tell her that you love her. Yep. All right. Bye. You'll be good for the rest of the year. (laughs) Yeah.